if I pay $60,000 for a brand design, I expect a different experience and I expect a little bit of a different outcome than if I paid $3,000. Let's be very honest about that too. So it takes a really clear looking. Hi, I am Sandra Vanderlee, and this is Becoming Unapologetic. This is going to be the podcast for entrepreneurs that are ready to grow a business that works for them. I'm here to tell you that there is no such thing as one break, one launch, or one secret that's going to change your life or your business. The big difference between those that stayed stuck and those that blew up? The ones who made it decided that they have what it takes, they sell their expertise, and they unapologetically go after their dreams every damn day. Here is to becoming unapologetic. Hello, hello. Welcome to episode 19 of Becoming Unapologetic. I am really excited about this episode. I've been looking forward to this one because it is all about the question, can you make $500,000 a year as a service provider without the risk of burning out. And I'm not going to lie, this is probably the episode I have thought about the most upfront because it is the most interesting thought experiment. And uh, you might know this from one of the intro episodes or from one of my live videos where I feel that as women, our income goal should be $500,000 a year. And in other places, I make some really good arguments about that, why I think that, why I feel that, why I believe that. And I also want to immediately call back to episode 14, where I talk about my first year in damn copy. So if you hear me talk about my first six-figure year, like the calendar year, that was like 150, 160, 165,000 USD. Um, I don't know, some of it was in euros, so it's not hyper-specific. My first year inside them copy, right, which I started on September 1st, so that's not a financial year, I made around 130,000 euros, um, I believe. And I talk about that in episode 14 and how that worked. For this one, I want to take a little bit of a different approach. And I really want to dig into, can you just provide a service, right? You're not messing around with templates, with digital products, with passive income products on Etsy. You're not building courses. You're not doing big launches. None of that, right? Can you make $500,000 as a solo service provider? And I have been thinking like, will I allow them help? And I'm like, yes, I feel like in this scenario and with this income, costs are included, right? So that means that if you work as a photographer, you might have a second shooter, you might have a virtual assistant who who does your photo editing to keep in the photographer thing. You might have a design assistant, you might have a virtual assistant who does some of your marketing. You probably have a bookkeeper, an accountant, right? You can have help. But this is as a solopreneur business, not as an agency, right? So I'm talking about $500,000 $500, as a service provider. You can have hired help. We're now going the agency route for this thought exper- experiment. So I just kind of sat with this and I've played around with what are different business models? What are different things that you can do to get to that half a million dollars in revenue, And I initially went to, well, what if you had a $3,000 service, right? And for a photographer, this might be a a wedding photography package. 
It might be a VIP day for a copywriter. It might be your sales pitch copy is often around like a lot of people are a lot more expensive than I've always been. Um, like $3,000 for a sales page. Um, you could have a webinar writing situation, a funnel writing package that's more like $10,000, right? But I started with, what if I had a $3,000 service and I wanted to get to that $500,000? That would mean I would need to serve or sell 167 clients or packages a year. Now, I don't know about wedding season, right? It might be for certain industries, you might be able to serve 167 clients If I think about writing 167 sales pages a year in my copywriting business, that is probably around 67 more than I would ever want to. I would probably tap out at 100 if I was in this business as my main and my only business, right? I currently own two and I might be in the process of acquiring a third, we'll see, Um If you have a life, if you have kids, if you have a job, if you just have busy stuff or you have carer duties or you have health issues, I I don't really imagine a business where 167 clients for $3,000 each feels spacious, has room for growth, has room for vacation, has room for time off in life, right? And maybe I'm wrong about that, but this one didn't feel very easy to me. However, if we bump it up, and I know that these services exist because I've been kind of keeping my eye out for examples. If you had a day or a weekend that was $10,000, you would only have to find and work with 50 projects or 50 clients, right? Because the interesting part where you can get to here is if we're talking about $10,000 for a single VIP day or for a single monthly retainer, you would need 50 people. But it becomes more interesting if we turn that into a recurring service, right? Because then suddenly we're getting into the $100,000, $120,000 clients and retainers, which I'll talk about a little bit later. But I just wanted to give you the nudge here, and I talk about this in one of my programs booked out for service providers specifically a lot, where it's like, if you figure out a service that someone needs on a recurring basis, you're going to be so much ahead of the game because you will have to find less clients to fill up the spots, right? If one client takes up 10 of the spots you need to sell out of 50, then that is so much easier than if you need to find 50 individual people, right? It's a lot easier to find five clients than it is to find 50, generally speaking. So I just want to point that out. Now, if we go into even more high-end services, and I, for example, I know about a, a branding and website VIP weekend, and I think that was actually more expensive. So for my math example, I've used $25,000, but I think that they had a version that was 25 and a version that was $35,000. And I saw this four years ago. So if they're still doing it, it's probably more expensive by now, right? Inflation, better prices, better testimonials, being more well-known, like all of those things impact our prices. So if it was $25,000 four years ago, it could be 30 right now, right? But if we're talking about a service like that, then suddenly you only have to find 20 clients 
And if you package it up in like a VIP week or a week intensive experience or a weekend experience, you would only have to work those 20 weeks out of the year, right? Your business could literally be that 10 months out of the year, you have two clients a month for that $25,000 thing that you do. And in the in-between weeks, you do your marketing and your sales activities and you schedule the stuff in for the next week when you're working with the client and you take two months off, right? Now, the question is, do you have the skills? Do you have the knowledge? And do you have the guts to, first of all, create something that you can charge $25,000 for and say it without wanting to throw up, right? That's kind of essential if we try to sell something. If your price and the offer makes you want to throw up, that's a little bit tricky, right? You're going to have to get some practice. Can you actually back that up? Because if someone pays you $25,000, you kind of have to deliver, right? If you're not delivering, you're going to tell all their friends, don't buy this thing. However, if you do a great job, they're going to tell all their friends, you should do this thing. Yes, it's an investment, it's, but it's freaking fantastic, right? You need this thing. Are you in an industry? Do you have a target audience or can you find and get access to them where a price point like this makes sense right because let's be very honest if you work with beginner business owners that are single moms needing to make a living around their schedule a $25,000 package is not for them right if you work with high-end corporates if you work with someone who's transitioning from being a cog in a corporate machine to starting their own independent law firm, accounting firm, whatever, a $25,000 business setup package might be a no-brainer, right? But that's dependent on who it's for. It is always easier to pick a target audience or a target client who can afford you, right? So that's a $25,000 VIP week, VIP weekend. Maybe it's a month, right? You can package this up in all sorts of ways. Um, for me personally, I like to work in sprints. I like to work very contained, which for me, it's like a, even a recurring thing with me. I would never want that to bleed into every single week because I like to work with focus. And I really love my assistant works on my stuff like an hour every single day. And that's how she makes her hours and it works for her. And that's great right? Perfect. I am not like that. That is literally my nightmare, having to work on something for a little bit every single day. That's why my examples skew towards VIP days, VIP weekends, short, intense projects, and then they're done and you can move on, right? Because that's a personal preference. But it can totally be a longer thing or an ongoing thing. All right, so that's $25,000 VIP weekend, VIP week, service, package, whatever, um, when I did this math, I was like, should I change my entire business model and just do 20 weeks of $25,000 some things for some people? And I, that's as far as the plan got. And I was like, okay, let's park this thought for now. But it's a very interesting thought experiment, right? And we're going to get to the thought experiment I want you to do. Um, but there is one other example that I want to give you. 
years ago when I when I first started out I worked a lot I did a lot of Squarespace website stuff website stuff and like both the design and the the content and the writing part of it and one of my old roommates actually um he worked for a company in the oil and gas industry right which is notoriously money is spent there he had like a, a black amex from his business right we went for sushi lunch when I came to his office and he told me the most interesting story. So they were launching like a new separate sort of software type product. And they had had their branding done by a local agency that was two blocks away from them. They were literally around the corner. They paid like over 60,000 euros for the new branding. And to be fair, they had done a real, they had the best sort of outline branding guidelines graphics treatments text descriptions color codes all of that like they've done a really superb job just from what he gave me as their brand guidelines right I could tell that was the easiest project I've ever done because it was like here's our brand guidelines and it was like oh great copy here brand guidelines there this website's going to be done so quickly you won't even believe however what he told me was like they asked me if I want minded coming to work from their office and I was like hey you know you pay my day rate three times I will happily work from your office three days and he took me to lunch three day two days because we didn't need the third right um it was it was amazing it was great and you know what he was like you know we went through this whole branding process it was over 60,000 euros and they refused to come meet us at our office. They refused to meet in person. And there was this was all pre-pandemic, right? This is five, six years ago. This was way back when I started in my online business. And I was just thinking about that where what you can charge for a project is so dependent on who you charge it to, who you work with, and who you do it for. Because as I was thinking about this one, right? So first of all, it's in euros. So by the time we put it into US dollars, it's a little bit more. Then it was five years ago. So if we just add inflation, that project now would cost $75,000 probably, right? Maybe even more. Um, and they did a good job, but it was not a job that needed 12 different people, 15 different expertises, you know what I mean? They did a brand design and it was a really good brand design, right? There was nothing wrong with it. And they had graphics treatments and they had little icons and they had instructions and they made, I think they had like a PowerPoint presentation slide, whatever, right? They had all sorts of good stuff, but none of it was really rocket science if you think about it. And yet they could charge that amount. And I was thinking about it. If you figure out a niche, if you figure out an industry, if you figure out a way in very often, and if you figured out a standard of service and a standard of delivery, right? Because this set, they had like a 70 page PDF that had the entire brand guideline. And I was like, this is perfect. It's a bit long. It's a bit tedious. It was very nitty gritty. Um, but for a large company, that would make sense, right? So that everyone has to know and everyone can access them. If you did this and you took on six of those projects a year, right, which would give you maybe six weeks to complete one, and I think that you can do it, 
So that puts you at, quick math, $450,000. And then what usually happens is either they're gonna need something extra, so some of them will be higher than the basic 75, or a year later or two years later, they're going to come back and they're like, hey, we need some tweaks for this. We're getting, we wanna start doing TikToks. Can you help us? We wanna, we're launching a new product or a new line that needs its own branding. Can you do like an additional thing for us? That's $500,000. And I was like, this is not that much work. If you find the right clients, right? That are easy to work with. And if you have a good process. And that just kind of thinking about this, it blew my mind when I was like, oh, if you take something that you can do and you do it for maybe medium, like still probably officially a small business, right? Smaller businesses, but businesses that maybe are not online, you could make a really good living. So I just wanted to give you that as an example for my personal experience that blew my brain, right? Especially just starting out where... I felt bad charging a thousand euros for a day, you know, like that took me a while to get over. Um, So that's that whole example there. And finally, something that I've been thinking about and that I want to give you as a thought experiment is if you're a service provider and you would make a service that would cost $100,000 a year, what would it be? Right? So if you are a service provider and you were to provide a service for a company for $100,000 a year, what would it be? And how much ROI, like return on investment, would they be able to make with that? And I'm going to give you my answer where I think I can come up with multiples. But for me, a really simple, clear answer would be I would be your email marketing, your email sales person. I would spend not that much time, but I would spend some time during the initial when you initially sign, like assessing what you have, making a plan for improvement and making a plan for how we're going to continuously evergreen, get more sales through email for all of your products. And I also believe that for the right business, right, the more established, if we're taking online businesses, it's a more established online business. They have a significant list already. They're emailing, but not enough. They're continuously growing their audience with speaking, joint ventures, ads, whatever. I can probably easily make them an extra million euros or dollars a year. Regardless of the fact that I might only spend 8 to 16 hours working for them throughout the month. If you pay me 100,000 and I turn your email list into an extra million dollars, that's a really good investment. Right? So that's just... I really want you to take away this question of am I targeting the right person? And if I am, but I'm not reaching them, is my process reflexive of this person? Am I speaking correctly to them? Am I am I good enough? Right? Because I do feel, let's be very honest, if I pay $60,000 for a brand design, I expect a different experience and I expect a little bit of a different outcome than if I paid $3,000. Let's be very honest about that too. 
So it takes a really clear looking. And then just take away that regardless of what all of us tell you, and I have multiple business models and I love them and I know it's not the smartest thing, but it's the right for me thing. If you want to be a service provider and just a service provider, what would it look like for you if you had a $100,000 a year offer or maybe $100,000 for six months? Who knows, right? What would it look like if you did a $50,000 project for someone? What would you need to do to be able to charge $10,000 for a day? Because it just allows you to think so much bigger than so many of us do.